you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What is up? Welcome to another edition of the NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. It's me, your man, MG Marcus Grant, alongside the Fantasy Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano, and the Fantasy Viper, Graham Barfield. And we are, uh, we're mostly through one week of the playoffs. And I guess the first thing I'll say is injuries, man. Dude, between, between all the injuries, injuries. and all the, all the defenses that just did not show up, it was a it was a wild uh, it was a wild week fourteen, but um, the injuries too. And what stinks is like so. For example, I was texting uh, with my with Jerry Cantrell yesterday. He's got a buy in the Allison Chains League, and uh, he has Mike Evans. I texted him I'm like, oh man, Evans just had a really bad uh, hamstring pull. He's like, oh man. He's like, well. You know, at least I got Devontae Parker on my bench. Ooh. Two minutes later, I texted him. <laughs> Parker just got hurt. What? Oh. I mean, it was just that kind of day where everyone, uh, yeah. everyone seemingly got got bit by the injury bug. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll do a new section in just a little bit. That's pretty much going to be the bulk of it. Uh, yeah, I know, man. Guys who were hurt, and uh, you know, what do we'll, you do about? What it? you may have to do about that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we got plenty to talk about, though. Of course, we have our big questions for Week 14. Plus, as we get to the end of the NFL regular season, as teams are out of playoff contention, guys with some nagging injuries, should you worry about some of these players being shut down potentially, and maybe how you work around that as well? Plus, hey man, the waiver wire is still open for those of you who are who are surviving and advancing through the playoffs because that is what you need to do. And, of course, you may have to make some adjustments uh, if you somehow survive some of these injuries. So we'll talk about that as well. But before we do that, we'll go behind the glass, talk to our faithful producer, senior Edward L. Murphy, Esquire. Murph, what's up? Yeah, speaking of playoffs, looks like I uh, eked out a five-point win in our uh, fantasy uh, listener league that we did the draft oh. way, 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 way back yeah. in the day. So in, uh, my team has been trash in that what was your What was your seed? <laughs> I was the five? No. Well, four here, or five? Here's what happened. Eddie beat the 
out of me. Back in week 14, I think you put up like 140 or 150 on me to get into the playoff spot, and then you kicked me out. Oh, I did? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So <laughs> I got- oh, apologize. You had a better team. Uh, yeah, my team was uh, actually all right. And uh, even though my quarterback, Russell Wilson, last night wasn't that great, but it uh, looks like uh, I am moving on. One so more I got to see, because I have I have the two seed, so I, I had a bye this week. So I've got to see who... Uh, who I'm rolling up against? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. Th- if you're the five, unless the six one, I can check for you. Yeah, because I, I mean I don't know what you guys do, but I always reseed because then what the hell's the point of having number one and two seeds if you don't get to play, you know, the worst <laughs> seed in the second round of the playoffs? So um, I'm not sure who I would face, but if you're the five, I'm guessing the six probably lost, but who knows? I yeah. am the five, and I played the four. I beat the four. One twenty nine to one twenty four. Right. So the six seed. I'm assuming the six seed lost. Do we know? Uh, I did not look at the others. I checked the scoreboard for us right now. Okay. So I was saying, I said to you guys before this that we started, like uh, I was in 12 leagues. 10 of them were, you know, one was a guillotine league. One's like an eliminator league. So like mm-hmm. 10 leagues basically with a playoff structure. I made the playoffs in like seven of those leagues. And I think, I think I may be out in pretty much all yeah. of them. I think everything so went wrong. Hey, man, at, at, least, at least your Tuesdays are a little lighter now because right. you're going to have to put in waiver claims for 100 teams. Like, I literally think everything went wrong this week. So I mentioned Eddie obviously uh, beat me last week, but I, I was don't want to humble brag, but outside of like a couple leagues, I had a bunch of first-round buys, and I feel very fortunate to have missed this. <laughs> I know, dude, yeah. Because, yeah, um, exactly. Everybody's roster is uh, looking really Shambles, thin right now. Shambles. Yeah, that, that Allison Chains league that I'm in, I have Deshaun Watson, and I remember thinking, he's going to do it to me again, isn't he? He's going to do it to me again. Watson is going to stink. What? And he's get, well, he ended he's up having, he ended up having a huge game, but he started slow, games. man. Garbage time. He started slow. Garbage points. Yes, still. yes. So I advanced. All right, let's dive into some of the cyclingness. Let's do some news. We will start in Tampa, and it was a thing that I tweeted fairly early on Sunday. Uh, The good news is that on a particular play, Mike Evans scored a really long touchdown. The bad news is that as soon as he crossed the goal line, he immediately reached for his hamstring. Uh, It was not long thereafter that the Bucs ruled him out. They ruled him out very, very quickly, which suggested that it was going to be a bad situation. After the game, Bruce Arians says... Uh, said it didn't look good. Now the report is the Bucks are not expecting to have him back soon, which yep. considering their status, that they are officially limited from the playoff contention, probably means Mike Evans' season is over. Uh, certainly for fantasy purposes, his season is likely over at this point. Uh, so, Fab's uh, Rashad Perriman? How are you feeling about that? I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, dude, they're playing Detroit, right? I mean, but if you if you have Chris Godwin, you got to be loving life right now, although he's probably going to draw Darius Slay now next week, which may or may not be a good thing. And you've also got to worry about Jameis Winston, who had a, a tiny fracture, I guess, in his hand. Yes. A- initially, I had seen on Twitter that he was benched, and I was like, oh, my God, that's weird. But it wasn't. He had just hurt himself. Then, I guess, adrenaline kicked in. He was fine. So you have to worry about Winston. You have to keep tabs on his status. But I, Perriman, I mean, maybe Marcus Johnson, maybe Zach Paschal off the waiver wire. Uh, there's A.J. Brown's probably going to be the number one ad off the waiver wire, right. uh, not named DeAndre Washington this week. So 
Yeah, um, it's it stinks, man. These injuries this week uh, couldn't come at a worse time for fantasy owners. And, you know, of course, uh, injuries are a never good thing when uh, when we're talking about the players. Uh, we always want them to be out nice. there healthy and out there kicking butt. The real news here, guys, O.J. Howard has 60 or more yards. I know, O.J. Howard. Games, <laughs> and Cameron Brink yes. scored, too. <laughs> yeah, bo- both Bucks tight ends yeah. had pretty decent days when it was all said. And so done. who do you guys feel like is the better pickup then? Is it O.J. Howard against Detroit, or do you think Perriman? Right, because, I mean... Uh, both Probably those- Perriman. I think he's got a higher ceiling mm. than yeah. Howard right now. I I don't know. I don't know with OJ Howard. I have no idea. Brashad, <laughs> you mentioned Brashad. This Perriman. is his couple. This is the, like a couple of games in a row now where he's had pretty yeah. decent stats. Yeah, Brashad Perriman. He. All, I always feel like he has a high ceiling, but just like he's. I mean, people forget he he was a first round pick, right? Baltimore yeah. wasn't it? Baltimore picked him in the first round. They've, they've yeah, they've chucked it deep to him a few times right. this year too. I don't know. It'll probably it'll probably be some sort of gross like. I don't know. Chris Godden will get like 15 targets and then they'll just split everything else after that. I mean, so here is I, I was reading uh, this morning that you know, there's some talk that O.J. Howard could be on the trading block. And you do wonder whether the whether or not this means that the Bucks maybe showcase him a little bit. I mean, look, he's on the trading block. Jameis Winston is playing for a new contract, whether that's in Tampa or somewhere else. Uh, this could just be a situation where in the next few weeks they just kind of rip it and it, just let it go. It's kind of wild. They're in full-on evaluation mode, and they're in second in the division at six and seven. Like, they could theoretically finish the year at 500. Right. And still, <laughs> still be miles behind the and, and that backfield, too. Remember that there was, like, a, uh, a quick moment where we were like, oh, man, now we can trust Ronald Jones. That was a fun <laughs> two weeks. That was a fun. Not so much. Now they have, like, three dudes that they're using pretty regularly uh with Dari in there as well so yeah, yeah. Uh, although they got again lions this week i mean <laughs> then you're tempted it's like no. oh do i play rojo this uh, week? yeah no I, I think i've i've cured oh. myself of that illness oh, only for him to get <laughs> vultured I've, by uh, peyton uh, barber near the yeah, goal yeah i'm inoculated to that one right now I, um inoculated how about that you like that That's uh let's see that. elsewhere patrick mahomes is going to have x-rays on his throwing hand uh, went out and had an okay day. I mean, no, he didn't. He had 13 points. Okay, so he didn't have an okay. He day. didn't have an okay. Yeah, I mean, 283 passing won. yards. The Chiefs won. Uh, touchdown and a pick. Uh, he ran for uh, what six yards. So yeah, that no, wasn't a great day. Hey guys, can, can we? But can, can we like just? Uh, and sorry to cut you off. No, no. Denver and Chicago the next uh, week. That's where I was Patrick going. Mahomes is not a must start. That's where is I was he? going. Is that's, he? Yes. Honestly, is he? Yes. He's a must start. Yes. He's been he's been lousy from a fantasy perspective in who two of you? his last three games. Babs, who are you starting over, man? Sam Darnold? Ryan Tannehill. I yeah. Mean, Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill's maybe. killing him. Sure, maybe. But at the same time, uh, I mean, this is the same Patrick Mahomes who has the potential to throw for 450 yards and four touchdowns. But where's it been? He's at 283, 175, 182 in his All last right, three he games. He literally threw for 400 yards and three touchdowns. In- so let's 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 fast forward because right? like week 15, I think Tannehill has an advantage schedule rise. Right? Yeah. Yes. Week 16, it's championship week. You're still alive. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has the Bears. The Bears. Ryan Tannehill has New Orleans. And, like, forget yeah. forget oh, what happened yesterday yes. against the 49ers, right? The Saints defense is still good. Bears front seven is very good, but that secondary has been, has been burnable for the past two years. So, Mahomes. Yeah. Would you play Matt Ryan over Mahomes? He's playing Jacksonville in the fantasy championship week. Jacksonville's quit. See? See, you got to think, and that's no, what I mean, that's where we're at right now. But, because Matt, but Matt Ryan's like a top five or six fantasy quarterback this year. No, he's not. He's probably still on a lot of roster. No, he's on a lot of roster, but he'd been lousy up until yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, over the last several weeks. I mean, look, Mahomes has had a couple bad games back to back. He 
did not play well two weeks ago against Oakland. Then, you know, last week was against New England on the road. Not totally surprising that he didn't show up. And then, you know, back in week seven, he got hurt. So, I mean, it's just kind of been a weird, I guess, five, six weeks for him where we feel like we haven't had big games from him. But, you know, he was rock solid against the Titans and, you know, just kind of has backed up a few mediocre games, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be one that that's going to be a big debate. I'm sure we'll get a lot yeah, of Twitter questions on that in yep. a couple of weeks. Uh, bad news in Washington. Darius yeah. guys suffers what's believed to be an MCL strain uh, in their game yesterday against the Packers. He is expected to have an MRI today so the team can sort of uh, evaluate the extent of the injury. I mean, you want to talk about a guy who just can't catch a break in his right? couple years. In he's frustrated, too, man. I was just, texting with him this morning, actually, right now. Yeah. And he just, like, he, he literally texted me. He's like, dude, it just stinks. Yeah, I mean, it I feel it bad for him because he was balling, too. It, that was, it, that it was a super weird injury. We kind of got upended and landed on the leg weird. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll wait to see exactly how serious this might be. I mean, in the short term, does this mean we we go back all in on Adrian Peterson? <laughs> Chris Thompson actually got a little bit of yeah, work yesterday did. too. Yep. Your, um, your favorite PPR magician. Yeah, Chris Thompson is man. He is the the poster child and, for why PPR annoys me. Yeah, and they've got Philadelphia, <laughs> and they've got Philadelphia next week on the road. And remember, right. Philadelphia's defense is not very good on the road this right. season. So, you know, is Adrian Peterson uh, and or Chris Thompson like a thing for for people in need? I mean, it might be. It really might right? be because we know that Bill Callahan wants to run the football. He really hasn't tried to hide it at this yeah. point. And like, yeah. and look, when you watch Dwayne Haskins, you know, try to move the offense, you sort of understand why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. And and you know, uh, there are quite a few teams out there who have problems at RB two, and you could probably do a little bit worse than Adrian Peterson. Than Imagine that. Games. I mean, in the year 2019, we're we're yeah, still exactly. we're still rolling yep. rolling the dice with Adrian Peterson. He's he's. <laughs> Yeah, he's immortal. He's like he's got the Frank George, uh, Gore juice. He is the uh, you know, which is funny because I feel like in a Highlander like battle, they will have to fight at some point because there can be <laughs> only one. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Josh Jacobs missed yesterday's game with a shoulder injury. He was a game time decision, and at game time, the Raiders decided uh, that he wasn't going to play. He's going to have an MRI on that shoulder. So we'll see what happens with with him. Uh, the Raiders are still sort of on the edge of playoff contention, but fading quickly. Um, you know, I would think that right now they their chances of winning the division are, are pretty much gone. I don't know if they're officially gone, but they're if not, they are very much uh, in hospice care. Um, <laughs> so we're going to talk about, you know, guys that could potentially get shut down, uh, you know, for, for the season later. But at least in the short term, I guess DeAndre Washington is a dude that you got to go get right now, huh? So that and that's the question too, guys. Is it him or is it Jalen Richard? Well, no, I think it's Washington. Mm-hmm. If you have a, a waiver priority this week, do you put in for Raheem Mostert or DeAndre Washington? Because Mostert, like uh, now, Mostert's got the Falcons next week. I yeah. know <laughs> Mostert's I, I got know. the Falcons next week, and, and, and well, the Raiders have the Jaguars. Right, so so <laughs> two great matchups, right? I yeah. mean, so like, who do you put in a claim for? I would lean Washington just because that 49er backfield has turned into a. I mean, it's a three. But most, I mean, Coleman didn't. Yeah, barely, Coleman is he's Coleman, window dressing right now. Yeah, he Coleman, is. Coleman is dead. Coleman's it's, getting it's, cut in leagues right now. Yeah, he absolutely. He should, should. but you know, yeah. Breed is going to always get his ten to fifteen touches. All I'm saying is, is every 49ers running back, it, it's just ping pongs every single week between the top score. 
Uh, and I could definitely see it ping-ponging back in Embreda's favor. Six, but you mentioned 60-40 snap split uh, in favor of Washington yesterday. Yes. It's a little bit of a surprise. I kind of figured. And he had a bunch of catches out of the backfield, too. Yeah, he was really good. Which is weird because uh, John Gruden refuses to use Josh Jacobs as a receiver. I don't get it. Yeah. But he'll use DeAndre Washington? I don't get it. Okay. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Don't understand. If any season has you know ever made us understand one thing is that we're never going to get it we'll never we're never gonna well there's get always going to be we're never going to there will it. always be teams and coaches where the general population sees one thing and for whatever reason right. those coaches decide that that's that's not really how it is or that's not what they're seeing or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um this seems to be one of them yeah i don't get it yeah. uh rashad penny very well could be done for the rest of the season. He is. had uh, yeah. an ACL, what they're calling a significant ACL sprain. He suffered that early uh, in the Sunday night loss to the Rams. Um, I mean, this is just easy, so this just means more. It's funny, though. Every every time we think Chris Carson it, it's like it's like Godfather 3, right? Everything we, we time we think Chris Carson oh, is yeah, out, we had, Chris Carson actually is good. Godfather 3 was oh, okay, awful. Well, there's that part. But, like, you know, early in the year, right, Chris Carson's fumbling. We're like, here comes Rashad yes. Penny, yeah, and Chris yeah. Carson, like, fought back and, and got his job back. Then, you know, a couple weeks ago, Chris Carson's fumbling. Rashad Penny comes back, and now Penny, unfortunately, is hurt. Have you so, seen the schedule, by the yeah, way? Chris Carson's going to be a league winner. They've got Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. They've got Carolina next, and then they play the Cardinals. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So we hate yeah. when guys go down with injuries. If you uh, are a Chris, Chris Carson, Carson owner, owner, this, this you are you. a very fortunate person. Yeah. yeah, this works in your benefit. Which is, you know, it's, look, Chris Carson was a guy that I loved coming into the season. I thought he had the potential to be a league winner. It's just that, you know, again, uh, Rashad Penny just kind of kept popping up and making making you nervous. But in the end, it will probably turn out the way I think a lot of us anticipated. Mm-hmm. Chris Carson, in two previous meetings against the Cardinals, he's gone over 120 scrimmage yards and then, you know, mentioned the Panthers. Their run defense is awful. Gar- I mean, Devonta awful. Freeman looked like, you know, 2015. Devonta I know. It was Freeman. nice. It was, right? it was that was nice. great. You know, I needed that in a few weeks. Him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I needed yeah. that in a few weeks. Like, right. nice. like a throwback. Yeah, yeah. great. Uh, Devontae Parker had a concussion that yeah. took him out of the game against the Jets. You mentioned that earlier, Fabs, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, obviously it stinks because it seemed like a really good matchup for a guy who's playing really well. Uh, the hope, maybe he can uh, you know, work his way back in time. Albert Wilson got hurt game. in that game, too. I was so, going to say, so where do we go? Well, is there anywhere in that, that Dolphin passing game that you go, or is it just you're looking outside Miami now? For yeah, I, I mean, the matchup is great. Like, I mean, you, I mean Alan Hearns is going to be probably a name well, that people are going uh, to mention. The I mean, the that, next two weeks, they got the Giants and the, the Bengals. The thing that stinks is that Fitzpatrick was somebody that I was telling people, go pick him up. Yeah. Because, like, he's got a great schedule. And now, if he loses his, his Parker, can you play him even against the Giants? It's hard. With, I mean, with, with Wilson potentially, you know, out too. I mean, like. What's funny is that they moved the ball fairly well yesterday. They just couldn't get in the end zone. Yeah, and Ryan Fitzpatrick was their leading rusher again, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is just hilarious. It's wild. Laird uh, wasn't terrible, though. No, oh, I mean, Laird, look, no, I'm terrible. terrible. I started Laird in a league. I got 12 points out of him, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. I'm not upset about that. No, he was fine. That's that's like triple the amount that Caleb Balazs was. <laughs> right, exactly. So, so I'd be happy with 12. I got 12 points out right. of Patrick Laird. I can't yeah. be mad and about I that. Just, I just can't in good faith tell people to start Isaiah Ford in their fantasy championship yeah. weeks. I oh. do it. So, uh, we got, hopefully Parker's going to be okay. Yeah, so that's that's yeah. one to keep an eye on during the week because, again, the matchups the next two weeks are really, really good. Uh, Alan Hearns is, is an interesting name to watch because he's a guy that I have sort of, you know, on occasion stumped for when the matchup is right, and yep. you know, the matchups might be right. Uh, speaking of the Giants, Daniel Jones expected to miss two to four weeks, which, you know, for our purposes, 
pretty much kills his his fantasy season at this point. If you were even yeah, starting Jones, exactly. Um, I mean, the guy had he had flashes where you could sort of see what the Giants saw in him, but then he also had flashes where he looked like Jameis Winston uh, <laughs> in terms of just turning the football over. Bad Jameis, yeah. Bad Jameis, yes, not good Jameis. Well, he he will end up being like one of the more popular late round targets as a QB two next season. I do sense there's going to be some yeah. Daniel Jones hype. Yes. There will be. There will be actually for good reason, just because he can scramble and move yes. a bit. Yes. Uh, and in theory, they will have all their weapons back because Daniel Jones, I don't know if he's played a game this year. If he's had with the whole crew, I don't know if he's played a game this year. where He's had Ingram, Barkley, Tate and Shepard. Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah. 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 I don't think he has. And, yeah. and you're looking. Yeah. So, you know, tonight's game, right? So you got Eli playing Eli. Not, you're, you're the Giants guy, Eddie. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's he's never played in a regular season game with Golden Tate. He's never played in a regular season game with Caden Smith. He's obviously played with Sterling Shepard. Has he uh, Darius Slayton? I'm guessing he's played in regular season games with him. I'm not no, sure. No, Slayton's a rookie. So, so I don't, so, I don't okay, know if he's so, played. So so then so right. So the first couple of weeks, I'm not I sure. Know if, I don't know if he's so, playing. So that. Yeah. so Eli only has any kind of rapport in a regular season game with Sterling Shepard and Barkley Barkley. Uh, well, no, yeah. as, as receiver, I think, receivers. I think Barkley's going to get like 10 targets tonight. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get a bunch of Eli dump. I, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Shepard was decent, but again, Philadelphia's defense is really good at home. Yeah. The, so. uh, the first game Darius Slayton played this year coincided with Daniel Jones. So there you start. go. So Eli hasn't so. played with Slayton either. So wow. Yeah. I was, uh, I was looking forward to not watching Eli in prime time this year. <laughs> but, the the gods just did. You they had, it had it had to will it had to be willed in week four, dude, week and fifteen. They have, they have Miami next week. You can catch up on Watchmen if you. you and know, then they have the Redskins. Oh I'm watching Succession gosh. right now. Oh, all right, yeah. cool. Uh, so there you go. That's pretty much everything you need to know. That was the news. All right. So, uh, four big questions from week 14. Uh, and who knows? This will probably spin off to some other big questions uh, that we have now. And the first one, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Is Raheem Mostert a must start now? I, I, mean, I mean, I don't know about must start. He's, he's, he's but leading in snaps at, and touches. They got the foul. Yeah. Atlanta. He's an amazing flex play for sure. I don't yeah, know, I don't I know if he's think- an RB2 start, but yeah. I, in, in a year where like we think we know things and then, you know, the rug gets pulled out from underneath us, you know, Tevin Coleman will probably have 16 touches next week. We don't know. But based on <laughs> what we've seen, Raheem Mostert has looked explosive. He's been utilized in the passing game. I mean, hell, this, this is a guy that right now in that offense has got to be at least a flex starter, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least a flex starter. I mean, look, we I think a lot of us came into this week saying Look, man, you just can't trust Mostert. Matt right. Breed is back. The right. matchup's not great. Like, it's just hard. Next thing you know, I see I him running for touchdowns. I see him catching a touchdown from mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, he's playing most – I mean, in back-to-back games, Tevin Coleman has uh, – he's played 10 snaps in back-to-back games. Uh, I think he's got something like like nine touches for 21 yards or something well, like that. I mean, he's it's, – It's over. It, it's done. Yeah. It's a wrap. It's but now, like, here's the thing. Like – the moment I feel like the moment we get comfortable with Mostert is when Shanahanigans <laughs> kick in well, and we go back to Matt Breida. Well, I think yeah. that's I mean Breida missed a bunch of time. And yes. Obviously, the 49ers are are they have Super Bowl oper- uh, aspirations, and I think Shanahan knows that Breida's definitely. I think for sure. I mean, he probably knows he's his most talented back. Breida's super explosive. He's, right? He is very very good, and I wonder if they kind of limited his snaps yesterday just to kind of get him going a little bit. He only got seven touches. I, I think Breida is going to play a much bigger role 
next week. But, you know, Mostert, this is back-to-back games now where he's played over 60% of the 49ers snaps. And, you know, a little bit of that last week was, was you know, Tevin Coleman is just uh, obviously falling off the face of the earth, and they didn't have Breida. But, yeah, still, I mean, Mostert is – he's their lead guy now. I mean, we can expect 12 touches here, uh, 12 to 15 touches. Yeah. Um, it's, it, you know – I it's, mean, it's just one of those things where, like, you know, I, you know, if this is like the second straight year of 49ers running backs being incredible for fantasy. Mm-hmm. And we just week to week, we have figured genuinely out. no idea. Which mm-hmm. is what we thought at the start of the right. season, right? We were sort of hands off with this backfield because we didn't really know where to go with it. At some point, you just sort of dive in and, all, and hope you pick the right one. All three of these guys, and even Jeff Wilson, to a certain extent, yeah. one week, has have had their weeks in five the, the 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 49ers had five different running backs lead Who's the fifth one their team they had um Richie james kyle Uschek. Kyle Uschek. Uschek. <laughs> yep wow interesting uh a bit of a uh, mild breaking news this this would interest you here fabs uh the cowboys are scheduled to work out three kickers kai forbath tristan viscaino and nick rose are we working out any coaches uh doesn't look like it damn it nope but uh, Kai Forbath could end up uh, as a Dallas yeah. Cowboy. Yeah. Oh, the Cowboys will get rid of their kicker now. Is uh, Brett Maher? He's done. Not great. Stinks. Not great. Just like the rest of our team. Uh, uh, next question <laughs> from week 14. Why does Sean Payton hate us? I mean, Alvin Kamara. <clears throat> Alvin, Alvin Kamara uh, is still like on the on the border of being like a top 10 I, running back for the season. But, I mean, he's been a bust. I'm I, sorry. Two I touchdowns screaming at the TV the TVs yesterday up in the uh in the in the lounge screaming for Kamara to get a touchdown and he almost did on that second and goal carry. He got stuffed at like the half yard line and then Drew Brees just jumps over the top. Oh my god. I mean I'm I don't even, I don't Drew have Brees, I mean Drew Brees. I don't have answers. Jeez Louise. The biggest thing has been the touchdowns, right? I mean, because you look at his his number, like the total touches are pretty much on on pace with what he did last year. The yards per touch, it's it's down, but slightly. Last year, five point eight yards per touch. This year, five point two. I mean, it's not a a huge you know drop off. Yeah. But man, in his first two seasons, thirty one total touchdowns. This year, he has two. I know. I like to say touchdowns are fickle beasts, but man, this is this stinks. It's it's crazy, and yeah. it's you know I know it's it's sort of fun to poke at the Taysom Hill factor and say, you know, why is this guy getting touches or whatever? But really, the biggest thing is, like, carries from the 10-yard line and in. Latavius Murray has, I think, like 13, 13 or 14, yeah. and, and Kamara is, like, right around 9 or 10. Like, so, actually, I actually huge. just pulled up their inside the five uh, mm-hmm. play sheet this year, and, and they've thrown it 15 times compared to seven, uh, eight, or excuse me, eight combined rush attempts between Kamara and and Murray inside the five. So when they get in close, it's, you know, they've kind of, it seems like they've skewed a little more pass heavy and, um, you know, only five inside the five touches for, for Kamara this year. That's a, uh, that's very, very, very yep. few. And, yeah. and then you factor in Taysom Hill as well. As you <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's been frustrating. It really has been because you can't take him out of your lineup. I'm saying that's the thing is that, you know, I, I know that people are sort of, and that sort of, they are worried. They are a little panicked. And next week they've got the Colts, which is not, on paper, an easy matchup. Right. Uh, I know they gave up what thirty-eight points to the the Bucks yesterday. Yeah. But on paper, that's not really an easy matchup. You've got Kamara, who's not really getting a sniff of the end zone right now. It's really hard to trust him. So I think in years past, Kamara's gotten really un, like really lucky in terms of his touchdown total, just because he's always kind of been a limited touch player. He's never mm-hmm. been a guy where you're going to get twenty-five touches out of him. He's just not been that player. But I think he's definitely had some years where he's you know the, his past two years he's gotten pretty lucky in the touchdown column and this year it's just swaying the complete opposite way where he's 
gotten extremely unlucky. Uh, the role has been the same for since he's come back. I mean, he's right. been their he's been their lead guy, playing well over seventy percent of snaps. Latavius Murray's you know basically just a change of pace guy, but you know it's just been one of those years where he's gotten unlucky. He just has not he has not found the end zone, and that that more than anything has just completely sunk. Yeah, he knocked oh, yeah. me out of a playoff uh, yesterday. I, I mean, I, I just couldn't overcome, you know, his lack of production. I mean, right now, I mean, the, the difference in points, just touchdowns alone, it's 96 points. Almost a 100-point difference uh, between last year and this year just based on the, the touchdowns uh, that he scored. Um, WTF do we do with Jameis Winston? We start him unless that hand is an issue. I mean, but here's the thing, like, you can't even necessarily count on him based on the matchup, right? Because sometimes the matchup is good, and he'll go out and no, throw I hear you. I four you. or five picks. I I right? And then yesterday, I mean, I said yesterday on our afternoon uh, League One show that if if you wanted to, if you wanted to bottle the Jameis Winston experience and like bury it in a time capsule for future generations, yesterday's game is exactly yes. the one to do. He had over four hundred passing yards, four touchdowns, four touchdowns, <laughs> and three interceptions. And oh, by the way, the Colts defense—they've just got road graded, but still got eleven points because of Jameis. Because Jameis, yeah. Yep. Yep. I just I don't even know what to do. I mean, next week against Detroit, on theory, in theory, that's a really good matchup for him. But like Jameis is likely to go out. I mean, he'll throw for 300 yards because that's what he does. But he could throw four picks. I, I, it really is. It's just like a, a you're 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 like riding, you know, on the on the razor's edge with him every single every week. week. Yep. Yep. Every week. I don't even I just don't know. And now he's got no Mike Evans. So, uh, although, again, I don't know that, that that will matter all that much against Detroit. I still can't see a scenario where he is not a top 10 quarterback going into week 15, assuming, you know, the hand is not an issue. Yeah. It just it, it frustrates the hell out of me. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> oh, dude, I hear you. And man. every time I try to like stick up for Jameis Winston, every time I try to ride for him, like is when he has some of his worst. You know what? The craziest thing about Jameis this year is he's had an amazing floor for fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like he's finished as like a top 13 fantasy quarterback, I think now in eight of his last 11 games. I mean, really no other quarterback. I mean, there's very few other quarterbacks that have that level of consistency. And it's just because it's just because the volume is insane. Yep. It's just insane with him. He's he's averaging like he's gone over 40 pass attempts in almost every single game this year. He's been what we kind of predicted him to be. I mean, he is he is a guy who's going to have games where he goes just absolutely ballistic. And then there's games where, you know, he's going to have, you know, four picks or whatever, like uh, he had earlier in the season. I, I think that may have been a uh, – no, it wasn't a London game, but uh, he oh, – yeah, yeah, it, it was, was, a, it was game. a London game. Yeah, he had like I five interceptions. Because Minshew had an yeah. awful game in London too. Yeah. Um, so uh, he kind of is what he is, but against Detroit? Man. I mean, you know, like like j- just to put it into perspective, like say you have, you know, Josh Allen's on your team and you have Jameis Winston. Josh Allen's coming off a stinker, and they've got Buffalo. Uh, uh, Buffalo's got Pittsburgh – at Heinz Field. So you're playing Winston, right? So it kind of depends on, you know, what your alternatives are. I mean, Winston is just, he's such a fun fantasy quarterback and just such a terrible, terrible watch. Fun in a really, life. like, frustrating Yeah, like, well, no, fu- fun for, like, just in the sense that they throw a ton. Yeah. Uh, he's always going to throw YOLO balls. Like, right. he does not care about tight windows. He does not. Uh, and he's been amazing for fantasy just because he's throwing so much and he's only throwing so much because he's throwing he's giving up so many uh, he's giving the ball back to the opposing team so many times yep uh, 23 interceptions i mean he has lapped the field yep with the, weird thing about james hey, good thing is uh good thing is marcus he doesn't fumble either he doesn't i mean <laughs> <laughs> right. I, think he's, I think he's lost five he's lost fumbles. five yeah no i mean here's the thing weird thing about james uh he is eighth among quarterbacks in rushing yards 
which is sort of weird because he right just, yeah um I believe it was Chris Wessling who tweeted that in the pocket he looks like a drunken giraffe. Um, <laughs> just watching him run is awkward and uncomfortable, but uh, somehow he has 225 rushing yards. Go figure. Uh, last big question. So are we buying A.J. Brown now? I mean, two of his last three weeks have been huge. Huge. And, yeah. and he has been sort of kick-started by having Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. So has Derrick Henry, who's just been a monster. I know. I this do. Whole, this whole I, you gotta, is just you got to watch out the Tannehill. practice reports this week because he, he – was it was sort of rested at the end of that game yesterday because they were whacking him pretty good, but he's got that hamstring, mm-hmm. and I mean, if if you have Derrick Henry, you may want to play it safe and pick up Deion Lewis as a handcuff this week off the waiver wire just in case. But uh, I mean, Derrick Henry's been just ridiculously good matchup proof and a guy that's been a locked and loaded RB one. Uh, for much of the season. Last four weeks, Derrick Henry has uh, right around 630 total scrimmage yards and nine total touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. just bonkers. Just bananas. But going yeah. back to A.J. Brown, yeah. AJ, he's he's certainly in the flex starter conversation now. I mean, two yeah. of his last three games have been monsters. Ryan Tannehill is playing, like, I'm not going to say he's an MVP, but he's freaking playing good football. This is the best I've ever seen him play in the National yeah, Football League close, yeah. by a mile, okay? And I mean, he had some stretches in Miami where he was decent. He is playing at an elite level right now when you look at the numbers. I mean, I remember talking to Scott Hansen yesterday before the game started, and I said, you know, I played Ryan Tannehill over Drew Brees, which which bit me in the, in the keister, but Tannehill was still really good. And I said, I sure hope that this isn't the week where everyone in the industry is on Tannehill, and he Tanks hey, bombs and Tannehill came through and almost scored you thirty points. Yeah, no, he did. He did. Uh, you know, it was a matchup kind of slower start. Matchup but. is amazing next week too with the Texans. I think. I think. I, the, mean, I mean, they just got they began crushed. They got crushed by Drew Locke. They gave up twenty plus to two straight quarterbacks, yeah, including that game. Could, the rookie. That game could go off too. Titans. Uh, Titans. Texans next week because both those defenses are not not very good. No. So I mean, like, dude. I mean. The, if you if you came up to me and said I'm starting Ryan Tannehill over Patrick Mahomes next week, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I get it. <laughs> Which is insane to think, Man, I'm because not, we I wouldn't have thought about that four months ago. That would have been just that would have been sacrilege. It would have been Ryan Tannehill, unreal. He's an amazing play next week, but I don't know if I can go over Mahomes, bro. Ryan Tannehill. You know what? I, I gotta. I wanna look at the numbers. That honestly feels like the kind of move that I would agonize over on Sunday morning, and I would make the switch, and then that would guarantee Mahomes. Like, <laughs> look, the, the Chiefs. The Chiefs get uh, get the Broncos next week, and this Broncos defense over the last like four or five weeks has started to kind of unravel a little bit. I, I don't think this is the same Broncos team that uh, that yeah. we kind of were were uh, used to in the past, and maybe even earlier this year we were kind of avoiding. They they are not the same secondary. Tell that to Deshaun Watson though, who. Really well, struggled early. In that yeah, game. yeah. Well, I mean, Bill O'Brien also just or um, that, that whole Texans team just completely laid in the first they quarter. They imploded. First half. They imploded. So let, let me just take a quick yeah. look here because I'm sure people are interested in this, or maybe they're not. But I want to bring it up anyway. So uh, this week, Ryan Tannehill outscored Patrick Mahomes by about 14 points, uh, and then in week 13. Mahomes beat him by about six. Week before week 12, Mahomes on a bye. Uh, Tannehill had had uh, 32 points. Uh, week before, that was the game against Tennessee where Mahomes had a really strong game, almost 30 fantasy points. Uh, Tannehill had nearly 19. Week nine, uh, Mahomes missed. Week eight to Mahomes missed. Tannehill had almost 24 in one game and almost 20 in another game. I'm sorry, guys. I get it. Like, in terms of talent, they're not comparable. In terms of fantasy points right now, you can make a case that Ryan Tannehill is uh, a guy you should start over Patrick Mahomes next week. 
I know we're gonna get tweets about this. That's fine. We That's what no, we no, want. No, no, no. I'm not mad about That's what it. That's what we want. I, I, I know. We're, we're, this is this is this All is. I'm saying, I am looking at the numbers and I am looking at the matchups. Just I, I, listen. I'm just saying. I, I don't know that. I don't know that Mahomes is 100. I saw him in that game yesterday, kind of you know shaking that hand a little bit, a few times. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, and he's gonna have that uh, X-ray, right? So he is. I, I, so or has yeah. had X-rays. X-rays are involved. So <laughs> right. We'll say that. Um, so right. so we so we can assume that he's really not 100. percent if you get Maybe. x-rays, something's, something's not right. Something's wrong. They're worried about something. Yeah. Um, all right, so as as teams uh, exit the playoff race, and they've got guys who are banged up a little bit, um, worries about some of these guys maybe getting shut down because that's going to have a definite impact on your fantasy roster if you were able to uh, survive and get through to Week 15. Or, you know, obviously there's still a game on Monday night, so you still maybe have a chance. Uh, I've got, well, I had five names on this list. One we can scratch out because Mike Evans yeah. uh, pretty much is done. We know that. Other guys are a little bit uncertain um, and, and could have an Im- So I just want to get your thoughts on whether or not this is a realistic possibility and maybe what people should do if that happens. First up, we, we sort of talked about this, but Darius Geis um, is going to have uh, an MRI on his knee. We'll see what happens. Washington has long since been bounced yeah. from the playoff race. Uh, this is a young player who has had now a you know, a history of knee injuries, mm-hmm. uh, even going back to college. I mean, he, he had a problem at LSU as well. Any chance, any chance that Washington decides to to fire him back up for the last couple of games of the season, or do they just sort of you know, turn things over to their veterans? Sure, if if it's if, it, if the injury turns out to be you know not as serious as uh, as we think it could be, you know, with the with the knee injury there, I, I would guess they you know they want to continue to try to get as much as they can out of guys to see what they have. But I, I think we know by now when guys is healthy, he's a damn beast, right? Um, yeah. So you know, I. I th- I would think they would lean towards shutting him down if this is going to turn into a multi-week injury for him, which is unfortunate because it, I mean, stinks. it, it, yeah. looks, it looked like it he, stinks, was, he was going to start taking over, not taking over the backfield there because I think they always wanted to get Peterson involved, but uh, he was definitely on track to you know get get more than you know, 10, 12 touches, I think. I yep. mean, Adrian Peterson is only rostered in like 44% of NFL.com leagues. That means he's he's out there in a lot of leagues. Adrian Peterson, league winner in 2019. I mean, <laughs> it is Stranger not impossible. Stranger it is not impossible. And I guess if you're really feisty, Chris Thompson, but yeah, I don't know that I would fully advise that. Uh, one I want to add to this list real quick, yeah. Chris, is DJ Chark. Uh, he was... Yeah, because he had yeah, a foot yeah, injury, I believe, yeah, yesterday. And, and uh, Michael, uh, Mike DiRocco, the Jags beat writer on Twitter, said that... Um, he was found. They they saw him in a in a boot, and uh, he was getting scooted around, which does not sound that good. Doesn't no, sound good. Uh, so so that means that like three weeks left in the regular season, there's pretty much no reason for Chark to be out there. If he, bro, that I mean that could which be big really, things really for really D.D. Westbrook because they're playing yeah. Oakland. They got the Raiders and the Falcons to finish out the playoffs. D.D. and Conley are nice pickups this week. Yeah, out there. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Jeez. T.Y. Hilton, it seems like the Colts are sort of dancing around this thing with T.Y. Hilton, but it just feels to me like he's not coming back yeah. this year. I mean, and, and you mentioned this earlier, Graham, that, you know, when he first hurt that calf, he immediately thought his season was over. They waited. He came back out uh, for that game against the Texans, did next to nothing, yeah. got re-injured. And I know, Fabs, it just feels like they're sort of waiting on him, but I mm-hmm. – People keep asking me, like, if, you know, should they drop T.Y. Hilton? And I'm kind of like, look, unless the Colts say something officially, like, I can't right. really endorse that. But 
I'm just really skeptical he comes back. I know. Yeah, I am too. There's really no reason for him to come back. Yeah, they've fallen completely out of the playoff hunt now, pretty much. Yep. They would need to get really lucky. They got to get really really lucky. What you're thinking about. So, you know, Zach Paschal, um, I think, you know, we talked about him as a sleeper on Friday show against Tampa Bay, and he ended up having a pretty decent game. Uh, Marcus Johnson, though, had a big game. Had a big game. So, if you're thinking about the Colts wide receivers coming up, now think about the scenario. Is Zach Pascoe going to get the Lattimore treatment, which means Marcus Johnson's the better pickup now? You know, I don't know. I don't know if the Saints will. Assuming stay. Ty is out, which yeah. I think at this yeah, I don't, point, I don't know if the Saints are going to come into that game and say we need to, you know, travel Lattimore on Pascoe. They'd probably end up playing sides um, mm-hmm. in that spot, and I think that this will just be a good game for Jack Doyle uh, to have a have a nice. Who did game. not have a good yeah, game yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jack Doyle. First of all, two of the two of the tight end plays that I was big on this week, uh, Jack Doyle and Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph did yep. nothing. I yeah. was on both of those guys too. Nothing. No, I, we all were. Yeah. I mean, we all were. Although, you know, we also were on Tyler Higby. Uh, that one worked out. Who smashed. That worked out. Last night. And I, to be honest with you, you know, Gerald Everett, God bless him. Uh, if he misses the, the next couple of weeks, uh, Ty, Tyler Higby's going to be a top 10 tight end. The Cowboys and, you know, are coming up this next. Is his, this is his so, third great spot because the Cowboys, we, we know what they want to do. They want to funnel everything towards the middle of the field, towards their tight ends. Quit they, playing defense? Yeah, well, they do a pretty good job on the boundary fabs. Uh, they do a really good job <sighs> on the boundaries, shutting down uh, receivers. So but this, is, this will be another good spot for Higby. Yeah, no, yep. I think so. I mean, he's he's really slid in nicely uh, since Gerald Everett has gone down. Yep, and also, yeah. don't forget about David Njoku, as Akbar would say, because he's got Arizona coming up. I know. This week. Although, speaking of I, tight ends, I, I know. Vance, Vance McDonald. McDonald. Vance McDonald. But you know what's funny? Like, I was like, I was texting with Bob Harris, our got, pal from, from Football Diehards and Serious XM. Yes, Vance, he did get Vance hurt, but hurt. he hadn't done anything until right. that. And I says, God darn it. I'm like, I've got, you know, I've, I've got like, Vance McDonald, and I could potentially play like you know Kyle Rudolph. Or there was another one. I'm like, what do I do? And and he was like, yeah, stick with this guy. And I was like, I know. I, why why do we feel like as great as the matchup is that Vance McDonald is going to crush our hopes and dreams? Because he's done it all year. Because that's what he does. He's Even against the Cardinals, he could not get year. it done, and unfortunately, he got hurt. So yeah. Uh, so he gave you 1.3 fantasy points. Yeah, yeah he started him. Yeah, he had a concussion. Uh, I think in the early early third uh, second half of that. Game. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great leading up to that. Um, Josh Jacobs, another name to keep an eye on, right? Because he's having the MRI on that shoulder. He's had a, a fantastic rookie season. Uh, he was one of the rookies that his coach believed in him from the beginning of the year. I mean, from week one, John Gruden gave him a really nice workload and he has really responded. But uh, the Raiders, they're at six and seven right now. They're fading out of the playoff race. Uh, I mean, any chance that that the Raiders just decide, hey, you know what? Let's just let's just put our rookie in bubble wrap, and and we'll just ride this thing out with you know some combination of Washington. Man, and if I were the Raiders, I would. Uh, I would too. Uh, Josh Jacobs has obviously been uh, their their workhorse guy, and it just stinks because this next matchup against mm-hmm. the Jags, it's great. Josh Jacobs would would have just absolutely exploded on that defense because we just saw what Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, the tandem did there. They put up like what fifty combined PPR points or something like that. <laughs> just ridiculous. something ridiculous. Yeah, it's just unfortunate, but uh, you know, maybe maybe we'll get a quick turnaround and Jacobs will be fine. But it sounds like he's been playing through this like fractured shoulder. Yeah, and I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I don't think I'd want to play. That through seems it anymore. pretty no. miserable. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't want to get those toradol shots before mm-hmm. that. That seems really bleeping miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Greg Olson, another one who you know he had concussion issues. I mean, this is a guy who seems to, and I'm not. This is not a criticism. Kind of have one foot in the broadcast booth right now. It does. Um, you know, he's called games, I think, during the bye week, and I think he's sort of trending that way. Um, 
he's got you know a concussion. He's in protocol. Ian Thomas played pretty well for Ian the Panthers Thomas, yeah. yesterday. Ian Thomas got ten targets yep. yesterday. Yeah, um, and like the Panthers are, are essentially done. I wouldn't be surprised if we have seen the last of Greg Olson. Certainly this year, maybe for his career I mean, at this and, point. And if that happens, Ian Thomas is a nice streamer. I had talked about him last week as like a sort of under the radar play. They got Seattle yeah, coming up, yeah. man. Seattle cannot nice. stop tight ends. So yeah, like this is where we're at. By the way, I feel like you know. Because we, we spent so much time sort of picking on the Cardinals against tight ends that, you know, for, for a good portion of the season, the Seahawks sort of flew under the radar yeah, on how yeah, bad yeah. they were against Yeah, the they, they stink too. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're looking at a Tyler Higby, Ian Thomas potentially uh, in week 15 as, as two very good plays. Wow. Yeah. So this year, the Cardinals uh, have given up 981 yards to tight ends. The Seahawks, 918. Not that far behind. Not no. far behind at all. <laughs> Not that just that the Cardinals behind. are giving up. How many more touchdowns, though, right? Double. I mean, yeah. It's double. Yeah, yeah right, it's, it's, right. it's a double than, yep. than some. Uh, yeah, so those are the guys. I don't know. There's probably some more guys out there that uh, you know may be in danger of getting shut down. I feel like those are some of the marquee names that uh, you should keep an eye on uh, as we get to week 15 and beyond here. Uh, quick rundown of some of the waiver wire picks. Uh, A.J. Brown, we mentioned, he's going to be very, very popular uh, on waiver wires this week. Brashad Perriman uh, is going to be popular, especially in the wake of Mike Evans' injury. DeAndre Washington is a name out there. I don't know what you guys throw in for Jalen Richard. Is it even worth it? Um, mm. yeah, it, it, Washington got a lot of touches. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's fine. Fine by me. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Patrick Laird is still out there again. 12 fantasy points. Really nothing to sneeze at. If you're trying to fill a flex spot, uh, in the last couple of weeks, uh, Mark Andrews, we didn't mention this, but Mark Andrews did get hurt, uh, yesterday for the Ravens. So I threw some combination of Hayden Hurst and Nick yeah. Boyle in there because the the Ravens hoard tight ends like, you know, shut-ins with cans of cat food. It, it, um, it's, <laughs> it did sound like Mark Andrews' uh, knee injury is not that serious. Right. Uh, which is good news. So that's yeah. one to keep. Good. Yep. That is good. Um, so keep an eye on that. But if, if he can't go... Uh, Hurst seems like an interesting yeah. play. I yeah. desperately need Mark Andrews to stay healthy. <laughs> you mentioned Ian Thomas. We t- mentioned, uh, I mentioned Ian Thomas. Ian Thomas is there. You Zach mentioned Pascal, Marcus yeah, Zach, Johnson. I got Marcus Johnson, Njoku. Zach Pascal, uh, and, and Joku's in there. Raheem Mostart isn't a lot of leagues. Yeah. He is not owned. Go get him. I mean, at this point, you got to believe in Mostert. Um, again, Shanahan against can rear his ugly head. But for now... Believe in Raheem Mostert. I'm so yeah, ready for Tevin Coleman to get 20 carries next week. <laughs> <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably what's going to happen, too. That's probably what's going to happen, too. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know. So go out and get some of those guys if you need them. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's been interesting, though, because, Graham, you've been talking about the fact that generally the waiver wire has been sort of barren. There haven't been. But, man, these like this week, there's the potential for yeah. some league winners to pop there up. There are. Yeah. It's only because there's so many injuries. Uh, but, yeah, outside of week one. The really waiver wire has been really bad. Like you could you could have gotten Chark or uh, or maybe John Brown was out there or Terry McLaurin on a few waiver wires, but outside of that, there's been virtually no uh, running backs on the waiver wire this year that have been like weekly starters um, outside of like a few spot start situations. And and yeah, it's just it's been this is this has been the worst year for the waiver wire I think in in the last four or five years. Just yeah. because there's not been any you know legitimate like. Like game. impact running backs right, too. Right, exactly. Like, I mean, like you know, last year we had Lindsey. I mean, there's there's usually a yeah. there's usually a handful right. that are that are you know impact players, but there's not been this year. Yeah, just uh, it has not been particularly great. Um, all right, I think that's it. I think we're done. We appreciate you listening and downloading as always. You know the drill. Tell two friends to tell two friends. Rate, review, and remember, be as picky with your dates as you are with your selfies. See you on Wednesday. <laughs>
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.